Hello, friends. This is Kathleen Maxwell Randy with The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. And I appreciate you joining me today. For information about my new book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, published newspaper articles, or to contact me, visit my website at www.kathleenmaxwellrandy.com. This podcast reaches around the world with listeners in 26 countries, thanks to the monthly gifts from Mary Mitchell Stein, Colin Melissa Johnson, Deanna Carraway, Laura Jane Elder, and Tammy Brown, and special gifts this month from Bill and Patty Johnson. If you want to give, simply click the button that says Patronage or Become a Patron at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the Follow button to be the first to know when new episodes are released. Always remember, don't just listen. Partner with God and practice. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for joining me for the Kathleen Maxwell Ramby podcast, The Gathering, Bringing God into Everyday Life. And um, I just want to say that I really appreciate all my listeners from around the world. Uh, Right now, I have more listeners from New Zealand, and Spain has been listening a lot, um, as well as many other countries. And I just want to acknowledge those people because I really appreciate you taking time out of your day, all of my listeners taking time out of your day to spend a little bit of it to just hear what God has to say to us. Um, Yeah, I want to talk today about living our new life. I think so many of us don't realize that when when we give our heart to Jesus, we have a whole new life. God, God says, the old is wiped away, and behold, all things become new. And you say, well, what does that mean in everyday life? How do we apply that? What, what does that look like? Well, new life, it says in Romans 6, verse 4. Let me just read to you this. It says, just as Christ was raised from the dead, we too can live a new life. You know, Christ died for us and then he rose. And because he rose, we have so much that is right at our fingertips. But it's just like anything anything else. I can have a glass of water sitting right here beside me as I record this podcast. And it can be full of water. It can be full of things that I need. But unless I pick it up, and I drink that water, I'm not going to get the benefit of it. And that's the way our new life is. Unless we practice the new life, then that is the big key, is to practice it. Unless we practice it, it's not going to become something that is useful to us. And we're going to keep going back to our old ways of thinking, our old ways of doing things. And so I just want to challenge you to practice the new life that you have in Christ, because our spiritual life is something that, you know, the Lord gives to us and it is brand, it's brand new. And the beauty of walking with God is he's not a harsh taskmaster. master. He's not a mean father. When we mess up, he doesn't hold it against us. When we mess up, it can be as quick as God forgive me, Lord I messed up. I shouldn't have lost my temper. God, I messed up. I told a lie. God, I messed up. I didn't respond the way Jesus would have responded in that situation. I was mean-spirited. When we do those things, 
and we go to the Lord and we just ask forgiveness, the important thing is that we get back up and we keep practicing our new life because just like riding a bicycle, uh, potty training, I have grandchildren, I've been, been when they, I, they stay with me, they're potty training. And some days, sometimes they do well and then other times they have an accident. And whenever we have those accidents in life, God is right there, just like I'm right there, to clean it up and cheer, cheer us on to keep on practicing the things and the life that he has for us. Um, you know, Colossians 3, 2 says, Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your new life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him. And right there, it's saying for us to set our mind on the new life that we have in Christ. If we are focusing on the dead, the dead things in life, the things that have, you know, that are part of our old life versus our new life, we're not going to be living it to the fullest. Um, you know, many of you know that I lost my late husband of 30 years. And if I walked around every day and focused on what I lost, focused on just the life that Joe and I had, I would be totally missing out on the joy and the life that I have right in front of me. Totally missing out on the new life that I have with a new man um, and lots of fun and lots of adventure that I have. We have to put the old behind. I've got a deck outside that we love to entertain on and we sit out there a good bit. And on my deck, I've got all these new flowers and it reminded me of the new life in Christ that we have. Just seeing every, all the new buds coming out. I've got new lemons on my lemon tree. Um, it's just, I just love seeing everything green. Now, I also have an olive tree that I'm very sad. It looks like it's died. I have tried to nurse it back to health after we had the snow, the big snowstorm here in Texas. Um, but it just had too much ice on it for five days, and I don't think it's going to make it. And I say all that to say this. It is so important for us to look ahead at all that Christ has for us and to keep our mindset on him and the new life that we have. And it doesn't mean that we're walking around in a holy cloud all the time and not looking at the world and all that we're dealing with, but it does mean that where is your focus? And if we're going to change our actions, then we need to change our thinking. And I did a podcast a few weeks ago on our thoughts and how our thoughts affects our emotions and our emotions affect our actions. And so that's what I'm talking about, the importance of us um, walking daily in righteousness, practicing walking the right way, doing the right thing, practicing walking in peace versus walking in anxiety and fear, practicing kindness versus revenge, and practicing joy, practicing our joy. That Those are the keys to me in life. You know, just this past week, I had eye surgery. And um, I had just a very, very busy week. I had eye surgery on 
Monday and Tuesday, one eye, and I had a lens replacement, a cataract and lens replacement. And then one was Monday, one was Tuesday. And I was, you know, put out under anesthesia and traveling back and forth because we had to travel about 60, 65 miles for this surgery. And then on Thursday, my son and grandchildren and daughter-in-law came in and we hadn't seen them in over a year. They are in the military and they were moving from one duty station to the next. And it's been very nice to have them around. And then last Friday, I spoke at a women's conference, which was also out of town. And so just looking at that busy schedule, um, I noticed I started kind of getting butterflies in my stomach and just a little nervous about it. And, you know, walking in peace is something God's taught me a lot about, but I had to stop. And even though all those things were pressing, I had to just consciously say, I will walk in peace. Lord, I trust you with all that's in front of me. Lord, I look to you to make everything work together for good. I look to you, Jesus, to for the eye surgeon to do a good job and for my healing to go as he has said it would. And um, help me get ready for this women's retreat that I was speaking at. And, and Lord, I just need all of the little pieces to come together. And I'm telling you, God was faithful. But I did have to stop and practice the peace that Jesus gives. It just didn't come automatically because there was just a lot, a lot on, on my plate. And, um, you know... Another example of practicing our new life, it says in Colossians 3.9, it says, Don't lie to each other since you've taken off your old self and its practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge and in the image of the Creator. And, you know, that scripture right there is saying, don't lie anymore. That's like old clothes. That's like old school. Don't do it. It's not who you are. You tell the truth. You you are a person of truth because you're made in the image of Jesus. And it says in scripture that Jesus was full of grace and truth. And so, so are we. We just have to practice that new man and that new, that new life that he has given us. And um, to me, that's the big thing is people work on their deficits versus practicing the new practicing what is new for them. And I think when we do mess up, it is so important to shake it off and to, you know, move on to the things that God, that God has for us. I want to just read to you something that from the message. And this is in Colossians 3 verses 1 and 2. It says, so, if you were serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Set your mind on the things that please Christ. Your old life is dead. Your new life, which is your real life, is with Christ in God. He is your life. And, you know, again, I think sometimes we try to change our behavior versus truly living out of who God says we are, you know, instead of focusing on an anger issue, maybe you struggle with anger and losing your temper. Yeah. Instead of focusing on that, 
practice walking in kindness, practice forgiveness, practice your gentleness. Those are the keys to me and what we have to do. See, anger is usually rooted in one of two things. It's either rooted in fear of something. We're either afraid of losing control. We're afraid of losing anything. Um, or really oftentimes, I think people with anger issues, they struggle with forgiveness. There are people in their life, situations, and people that they need to forgive. And when we can stop and practice the new life of not holding grudges, we forgive. Making that choice, God, I choose as an act of my will to forgive. Now change my heart and heal it. When we practice the new life that we have of forgiveness, gentleness, kindness, joy, peace, when we practice those things, we set ourselves up and we truly begin to live the new life that God has created for you in me. And you know, I think that for the longest time in my life, I was my own worst enemy. Um, if I would mess up, I would spend days, weeks, feeling like a failure, a bad person. And then I discovered I could, when I messed up, I could forgive myself and move on. And it has made it so much more fun in life I don't like to mess up. I like to do things right the first time, but I'm going to mess up. I'm going to say the wrong thing at times. I'm going to, not, not that I think about it, but it's just going to happen because we're all people and people just mess up. And when we do, it's so important to shake it off because it's like carrying around extra baggage. You know, you hurt yourself when you do that and when you don't forgive yourself. And so I just want to encourage you to, forgive yourself. Colossians also says in Colossians 3, it says, you're done with your old life. It's like a filthy set of ill-fitting clothes you stripped off and put into the fire. Anger, attitude, unforgiveness don't look good on you or on anyone. Every item of your new way of life, it's custom made by the creator with his label on it. You have been chosen by God for this new life. Dress in the wardrobe God has picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, and discipline. Be even-tempered, quick to forgive offenses. That looks good on you. Forgive quickly and completely as Jesus forgave you. Forgiveness is your key to freedom. Regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all-purpose all garment. Never be without it. And if the enemy comes against you and tries to put those old garments back on you, take them off. You know, that is, I love that passage in, from the message um, because it just, it tells us real, real quickly the wardrobe God has for us and what he has for us, compassion, kindness, humility, strength. And those are the things that you and I get to practice every day, every day. You know, we need God's perspective. We need to let go of the negative mindsets that we have about ourselves and 
we need to grow up in the things of Christ. We really do. So I, um, I just want to encourage you to practice the new life that God has given you. And, you know, remember that our actions follow our thinking. And so we have to remind ourselves what to think on and think on the new man. Think on what God has given you. Think on the blessings that he's giving you. And even there are times, I know when I was first learning this, I would say, I am walking in new life. I am walking in newness of life. I would literally tell myself, today, Kathleen, you're going to walk in newness of life. God has provided that for us, and we need to sometimes encourage ourselves. He's dealt with our sin. When we do sin, go to Him, confess quickly to Him, because He's standing right there reaching out His hand. And just like I help my grandkids up when they fall down or when they mess up, I clean them up. He's right there like that to help us. And... And I know that he just delights in watching us grow, just like I delight in watching my, my grandkids. And, you know, bad things can happen to good people, but those bad or difficult, hard circumstances are times when we get to practice our new life in Christ. And so I just want to ask you if you'll join me in practicing the new life that you have. It's spring there's newness everywhere around us, the bright green. Oh my goodness, I love the spring green. And just seeing the new life that is there and let it be a reminder to you as you th see things blooming of the new life that Christ has for you. Hey, thanks so much for listening. And don't forget to um, like the podcast, send me your comments. You can contact me at www.kathleenmaxwellramby.com. Purchase a copy of my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief. I'm just really excited about it and have great have had great feedback about it. And um, let me just close with prayer. Father, I thank you for my friends from all over. I thank you for the opportunity that we have to live a new life, Lord, that you declare over us all things are passed, passed away and all things have become new. And so help us to practice day in, day out. Remind us, God, remind us of the new life that we have and let us um, grow more into your likeness. Thank you so much for each listener, the things you're calling them to. And I pray they would rise up, Lord. And help us all to represent you well. In Jesus' name, amen.